And now, Jalen and Jacoby. Where the fuck is Trump? Head to dead. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need. Worry about my posse getting jumped. Cause if we ever do, yo TV pop the trunk. Cause we make a pop the trunk and hit the switch. Now act stupid, I'll pop the trunk. <laughs> give me a boom, boom. He is Jalen Rose. I'm just so happy to be back. Oh God. Can't Red, start that intro again. Start that intro again. Let's get it cracked. And now, Let's get Jalen and Jacoby. He is Jalen Rose. Better. What up, Dow? I'm David Jacoby. And on the cool check-in. Together we are Jalen and Jacoby. Oh, man. Just go. Just go. You shout, already messed shout up the to, intro. Shout to all of the people who Just filled go. in for me recently. Just go. I saw Ryan, Jessica. Shout out. I saw Malika. Everybody did a great job of holding it down. George Nick Friedle, George, Cheney, all of our teammates holding down the show. I miss a handful of shows, and you forget about me. You forget about the intro. Yep. You just love the fact when I'm not on the show. Yeah. Who messed up the intro? You like that. Who messed you up the did. intro? You I did. I would much rather you have did. you be on the show. You did. It's Jalen and Jacoby. But you like it when it's Jacoby and Nick Ferdale every now and then. Yeah. You like that. Jalen, I would much rather have you be on the show. You know what? I take vacations when our show is dark. You take vacations whenever you want. Start the intro again, Rich. <laughs> Start it again. And now, Jalen and Jacoby. He is Jalen Rose. What up, though? I'm David. And on the cool check-in. Center stage on the mic. And we're putting it on wax. It's the new star. We're Jalen and Jacoby. What do we do? We give the people what they want. We got so much to get to today. Tom Brady's extension. Draymond Green's extension. Baker Mayfield just biting cans of beer open and chugging them at Cleveland Indian games. So much to discuss. Odell Beckham is carrying Sharpies around and signing license plates. But Jalen... Draymond Green signed an extension. Four years, $100 million. Who are we? Sacking all pride. All right. All right. Jalen, what do you think about this deal? I think Draymond Green has one intangible that's a life skill that I want other people to adapt and learn from. Okay. Self-awareness. So many times you think the grass is greener on the other side. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, if he was to become a flat-out free agent, overall, the five years and $118 million he's going to be a warrior over those next years, he could probably make more money. Probably. Probably $20 million more. But going into his, uh, what, eighth season, this is a boss move. Absolutely. And the reason more than anything is that That level of self-awareness allows him to humble himself and realize that this is a great situation that I'm in and it probably won't get better anywhere else. Get a chance to play with the Splash Brothers, lead the team in rebounding, lead the team in assists, be amongst the league leaders and defensive player of the year, play on a playoff team, a contending team, a team that's won three championships, a team that now that you continue to be a part of their roster is going to hang your number in the rafters one day so you protect your legacy. I think this is a great strategy by Draymond understanding and having a level of self-awareness that I don't want to or I don't need to be the second best player 
on a fringe playoff team or one that's going to be in the lottery. Yep. I have it good here, and I'm going to keep a good thing going. I mean, with the Splash Brothers, Steve Kerr, the ownership group, the front office, the new arena. And let's not forget, they're a dynasty. You know what I mean? Like they were, we were talking about them being the best team of all time. You remember all that. Sure, they had some injuries that affected them last year. They have injuries that will affect them this year, but they'll be back. I think with these core three, they will be back in contention for championships. And this is probably the most sneaky re-signing. The second one to me is with CJ McCollum in Portland for a lot of the same reasons. But when you're Draymond Green, Saginaw, Michigan, Michigan State, played there four years, second-round pick, reshaped his body, turned himself into a player. How about Mark Jackson? When you have a guy like Draymond on the team, playing behind David Lee, still put him in a leadership role. Mm -hmm. Still put him in a leadership role. So now as you foster what their team has become, who's their vocal leader? Draymond Green. Who's their emotional leader? Draymond Green. Okay. And so you don't get that in 29 other locker rooms. You embody that. You bloom where you're planted. And that's what he's doing right here. Let's just take a look at what their team looks like for this particular season. Like I said, I don't think they they compete for a championship this season. But they've got their big three locked in for the foreseeable future. How do you think that this roster changes over the next four or five years where they have Well, here's how play. it could dramatically change. If you could pick up the phone one day and somebody says, and by, by, by the way, Boston tried this. It didn't work. What I'm about to say. If you can say, hey, you want Draymond? You want D'Angelo Russell? You want to give us Greek Free? You want to give us Anthony Davis? You can do it. That's what changes their roster. Because ultimately, they're going to need some size. Mm -hmm. And I mean bulk. They're going to need some height up front to play alongside Draymond. Yes, they have Looney who's going to play quality minutes for them. I like them adding Willie Cauley-Stein. who's going to be a rim runner and catch a lot of lobs. But if they were going to change their roster and try to get an all-star level performer up front to go with Draymond Green, you got to parlay something. That ultimately might be D'Angelo Russell. It might be. And Draymond was one of the marquee parts of a somewhat relatively underwhelming free agent class a year from now in 2020. So now let's take a look at what's left there because it's interesting. When you see the free agent class of this upcoming season, it doesn't seem like we're going to have the same movement that we saw this summer. Oh, no. Do you expect to see movement like we did this summer, next summer? Well, if somebody want to cripple the newest dynasty pending in the NBA. Take Trez. Because they just added Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, you take Montrez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I've always wondered why teams don't play chess in that manner the way that they could. They do in baseball all the time. Like, if I'm OKC, it's one thing for me to trade Paul and Russell. It's another thing for me to trade them in my conference. It's an entire different thing to trade them for first-round picks when those teams are going to be good the next five years. But if somebody's going to draft, I trust Sam Presti to do it. So for the Warriors, it keeps their core, original core intact. Mm -hmm. Draymond with the Splash Brothers. And now in the era of duos, as you see the restricted and unstricted free agents, the name that stands out to me is can Boogie get his 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 value back? We'll see. So we don't see the level of movement anticipated for next year. That's why if you're Draymond, you resign. That's why if you're CJ, you resign. This is why Rich Paul was on our program talking about he made sure Eric Bledsoe resigned. Because when musical chairs happen, you don't want to keep looking for a chair when the music stops. Well, there's a lot of – there's someone still looking for a seat, and that's Carmelo Anthony. There's a lot of talk about him last week, and he went on and spoke to Stephen A. Smith, and he wants to play for a team. And now Cal Kuzma had this to say about him potentially joining the Lakers. Kuzma said, quote, Melo is easily better than half the league right now. There's no question about it. He should be on a team right now. He's still one of the best players. The slander people throw at him is something I don't really understand. Maybe that's just the way society is right now. It would be great to see him in L.A., but I don't make those decisions. Do you think 
Did Carmelo Anthony end up in the Lakers? No. I think that what we're seeing happen to Carmelo Anthony in the NBA equals what happened to Terrell Owens in the NFL. 450 roster spots. So if you were going to take the lower 150 players in the league, that means between roster spot 11 and 15 on each team. Mm -hmm. Yes, you would say in a vacuum, he deserves a job. He's better or just as good as all of those players. Sure. But the thing that changes, oh, and by the way, Mike D'Antoni couldn't wait to get him out of the league. Let me just be the guy to say that, too. People felt like, oh, they were going to rekindle what happened in New York City. That How did that go? What ends up happening is when you have a veteran like T.O., like Melo, that's going to the Hall of Fame, you have to see them at some point of their career invite the fact that I'm slowing down and I'm willing to take a reduced role. Sure. If I'm the GM of a team, I sign Carmelo Anthony. What? I sign him. What? I'm not going to justify why teams aren't signing him. I'm going to tell you why I think they're not. They can do it in their minds by saying, after a game, I don't want the media coming up to the 11th, 12th man on my roster and asking them about their role or asking them about the minutes that they played tonight or asking them how many times they caught the ball in T.O.'s case. Because to them, that big name Hall of Famer can become a distraction or a sideshow. You know, so they hide behind that. Any, any future Hall of Famer, anyone with the stature of Carmelo Anthony is going to be a leader, especially on a younger team. And if every single day reporters are going to that leader and saying, you only played eight minutes today, how do you feel about that? And it happens again, and it happens again, and it happens again. It has to creep into his mind. It can affect his happiness. And I can see that. And that's how front offices can justify it. And again, I would sign him. But let me say two more things. Ain't this a player's league? Sure. Some of the star players can actually go to their front offices too and say, we want Carmelo on our team. Remember when Dwayne Ray was on the Cavs? Do you remember that? There's LeBron and the Banana Bro brothers. You think LeBron could probably go to Rob Palenka and say, let's sign Melo and, and see And I'm what not going to put it all on LeBron. Oh, no. He ain't the only star player in the league that has this level of cachet. So I'm pegging that off Kuzma's comments who doesn't have that autonomy clearly with the Lakers as a young player, Mm -hmm. that there are players in the league that could go to their team right now and say, sign Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. And they would sign him. He's ready for a reduced role. Trust me, he's ready. Get on the phone with his agent. And he even mentioned that his agents are reaching out to teams. And that's point two I want to make. Here's point three. They're both from the DMV. They're both prolific scorers. He and Allen Iverson both did something that media and front offices will never let them live down. And we all make mistakes. We all make bad decisions. This man been for public consumption for 15 or 20 years. You're going to make some stumbles. When both of those guys didn't embrace publicly that they would take a reduced role and accept it, that now gives them the momentum in the doors, in the offices, behind closed doors in those offices to say, oh, we're not going to bring him in. Remember when he was about to get brought off the bench in OKC, how he responded? Remember how Allen Iverson responded when they were going to play him behind Mike Conley? They didn't take so very well to those roles. So now people can use that old footage to dictate who he is now when it doesn't. It reminds me of when I said what I said about the Duke, the black players at Duke. In the Fab Five documentary, and it was 2011, yet the doc was so very good, and we did such an amazing job to make people feel it was real. They took those comments and like I was saying it in 2011, when that was really how we felt and how I felt in 1991. So they're not letting Melo live that down. So unfortunately, though he can still ball in the league, doesn't have an opportunity. Sometimes video is just so good that me and Jalen have to put on the referee uniforms and go to the table. Jalen, growing up, there was a tennis player I loved named Yannick Noah. And then I was introduced to his son, Joe Kim Noah, great basketball player, had some great years. Well, Joe Kim and Yannick were on a boat, just enjoying enjoying life, and Yannick jumps into the water. What he does next is resurfaces with a fish. 
He's got a fish, a live fish, in his hand. Not only does he catch the fish with his bear, he bites into it right there. Bites into a live fish. Jalen, what is happening here? I have a lot of professional commentary that is going to trump what I just said. No pun intended. About Carmelo Anthony. First off, I love the fact that Joe Kim's handle is stickity. He used to be called the stick man when he was growing up, but move on. Okay, number one. Number two, that's a failed test for both of them. Okay. Number three, like he said, his father's a savage. And take it from somebody that's never been fishing. I've never been fishing either. Okay. To jump in the water. That's some Aquaman stuff right there, first off. It really is. Second, to catch a fish. I really feel like he went to joking and was like, I'm about to jump in the water with his hands. You should you should be rolling on this. When he gets the fish, fish is still yeah. hopping around, Lopping, around. bopping. Would you, would you bite into a live oh, no, fish? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. doesn't even eat sushi nah, go at the nicest sushi restaurant. I don't even eat sushi. It's the nicest sushi restaurant Now. And then he bites into the fish, gets back into the boat. Like it's no big deal. Oh, man. Hey. I'm, I'm, I'm just a, I'm just a little city kid. That's just what that showed me. I'm just, a, I love it I'm so just a much. concrete jungle little city kid. <laughs> Jalen, NFL Hall of Fame inductees in Canton, Ohio were introduced. And of course, we're going to get to Ed Reed's bust. But let's start with an emotional Ty Law. Mom, you always had my back. Even when I was dead wrong, you had my back. You are my rock. We had our personal struggles. At times we bent, but we never broke. We came out on the other side. Let's embrace the fact that we've overcome those things, Ma. Appreciate where we're at today and where we're going in the future. I know I'm a grown man, but to you, I'll always be your little boy. And I love that. That's okay. Mom, we in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Nobody can take that away from us. That's my dog right there. Ty fought the law and won. Fellow Michigan Wolverine. Shout out. Start with the Patriots. Won three championships. We know about the Pro Bowls. We know about the interceptions. I'm happy that he got a chance to get honored on the biggest stage. Of course. And you know what? Like, even just watching it for like the fourth time, it still gets me a little bit because everyone's got that relationship with their mom. You know what I mean? It's just great to say we are in the Pro Football Hall of Fame was a great moment. Right now, I need to talk to someone new. Jalen Anthony Rose, senior statue analyst. It's time for statue. Jalen is not just a great NBA analyst. He is the premier senior statue analyst, not just for ESPN, but for the entire world. You love statues? I do. The greatest bust in hip-hop music. Right He's behind me. Right behind you. I never, Jada thought, Kiss. I, I never thought I would see a bust that would top the Jada Kiss Top 5 Dead or Alive bust. And I did this weekend. The Ed Reed bust. Oh, it's so perfect. It is just so perfect. It is perfect. And I like how we don't have to make jokes about how it doesn't look like him. How they didn't want to embrace who he really was. They embraced the hair. They embraced the beard. They embraced all that. I wish he had a cigar at that point. Um, But watching Ed Reed get inducted along with Ty Law. Shout out to Champ Bailey, too, representing the University of Georgia. Shout out. It reminded me of how I fell in love with football as a young player and as a fan. And how the cornerback position, the defensive back position, Mm -hmm. is my favorite of all time. Not quarterback. Ronnie Lott. We saw him starring with the 49ers. How about prime time? Deion Sanders. How about my guy right there, Sean Taylor, who is really a hybrid of those two. Yeah. If you really think about what a lot of the things that he brought to the table. 
There's so many. Joey Browner and David Fulcher, my Lions, Night Train Lane, Rod Woodson. Like so many of those athletes, I always felt like could play on either side of the ball. That's what always intrigued me about the level of athleticism and explosive nature that all of those guys brought to the table. So shout to all of the DBs making big plays in the league. I know it's a quarterback-driven league, but this weekend was a good reminder of of the impact of the defensive back. Yes, indeed. No doubt about it. Jalen, it's time for News That Matters. Jalen, DJ Cooper, Fifth Ohio University. I was about to say DJ Quick. Nope. DJ Cooper, playing overseas. The last time we saw him was in Monaco. He was suspended by FIBA because he failed a drug test. Well, he actually tested positive on the drug test for pregnancy. <laughs> they suspended him. They're saying that he used his girlfriend's urine. He did not know that his girlfriend was pregnant at the time. So he found out. That the two of them were expecting a child via failing a test by FIBA. What do you think about this? First off, that's definitely a failed test. It's a failed test. It's definitely, it's definitely a failed test. Okay. Literally let's a get, failed let, test. Let's make sure we discuss that. Number two, it embodies stupidity because if you're going to use somebody else's urine... You should probably know things about that person's body, sure. especially if it's your girlfriend. Well, you know, he came home and said, like, I got good news and I got bad news. <laughs> so I gotta, I know you don't like follow-up questions, but I got to ask you a question. Uh, you, you, I know that he wanted to use somebody else's urine that he trusts. Take take it from somebody who's thought about doing this. Thought of, what? I thought about doing this. Wait, wait what? Thought about doing this. What? Maybe somebody else do the urine. Man. Wait, wait maybe, what? You know, may, maybe. I mean, you hey. thought about doing hey, this before? Maybe, maybe some. Maybe Have some you ever done it before? Of course not. Okay. Are you um, lying? No. Okay. That's dumb. No. It's You're not lying? No, it's not okay. smart. Okay. Because of what? Uh, because it yeah, is. Because this can happen. Because sure. it is. Sure. But do you believe... That he didn't know she was pregnant. Yes, I do believe he did not know. It okay. could be early on in the pregnancy. You know, but, but I just like to think of it like this. I like to think of it like this. Well, a couple things. Number one, he was trying to join the Bosnian national team, which I don't even understand. But number two, I just like the idea that maybe they were trying. You know what I mean? Like right. maybe, maybe it was like, maybe this was just like a really weird way for them to find out that they were finally successful. Now, you know that there are some people walking the face of the earth. A couple of them are playing in the NFL, actually. Okay. That didn't real that don't realize that you could get a DUI from smoking. Do you think that there are people watching this program right now that didn't realize that you can reveal somebody's pregnancy via their urine? I didn't realize you could do that. <laughs> I had to read the story like twice. I was like, I'm confused. Just get the people what they want. Jalen Rose, I love Baker Mayfield. I love his personality. I love his play. I love his flair. I love his passion. And they showed him on the Jumbotron at a Cleveland Indians game. And he was passionate. He was passionate about crushing this beer. So first he just raises a glass. He's like, you know what? Let's turn it up a little bit. Bites it open with his teeth and then shotguns it. Jalen Rose, if I gave you a beer, do you think you could even bite it open with your teeth and then shotgun it? I like the fact that he's rocking the Movember stash already. Mm-hmm. Not mad at it. A la Tom Selleck. Shout out. Only thing he's missing is his Detroit Tigers hat. The old English iconic. I'm not mad at Baker living his best life, but no, no, no. I could not, will not consider biting a can with my teeth. Have you ever shotgunned a beer before? That's cultural, fam. You know You've it. never, ever once shotgunned a beer? No. Oh, we're going to shotgun a beer. No. We're going to shotgun a the beer. The closest I've gotten to shotgunning beers is black and tans. You know about that, right? Yes, I, they're unrelated. Let's just move, let's just move on. Jaeger and uh, what's the brown beer? No, no, no. Just move on. Okay. Tom Brady signed an extension with the Patriots. And under this new contract... He'll receive an $8 million raise this year, bringing him up to $23 million for this year. And he also stands to earn $30 million and then $32 million after that. There's one thing about this that I find interesting, which is important. 
built into this contract is flexibility for them to kind of readdress it whenever they want. You know what I mean? So this is basically like, all right, you're going to get 23 million this year, but if you want out next year, if we want out next year, we're just kind of revisit this again and again and again, which is something that the Patriots and Tom Brady have done so intelligently for the past few years of his career. So the Patriots have done an amazing job of building a dynastic situation. It clearly starts with ownership and Robert Kraft, even though he's dealt with his issues this offseason. He's been a terrific owner in the NFL for a really long time. Bill Belichick, who many consider the best talent evaluator and the best coach to ever do it. Tom Brady, the best quarterback, fellow Michigan Wolverine, to ever do it. We know that level of greatness is embodied by those three men who continue to reinvent their team as the roster changes over. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that got a chance to play with Tom Brady and win rings. Yeah, They also got a chance to watch Tom Brady win rings with other people. Mm-hmm. So what makes their scenario different? It's the fact that they don't have to pay their elite quarterback top dollar. I've been talking about this for over a decade, and you just alluded to it. Anytime the quarterback's contract is basically written in pencil, you get a chance to remake your roster when it's needed. Oh, we need to bring back Josh Gordon? Oh, okay, we're going to take less. Oh, he's going to be suspended the first four games? Oh, we're going to take less. So when you look at these numbers, one thing that's important is that some of these have built-in roster bonuses, like like Wilson and Roethlisberger, that make the numbers seem astronomical. But Tom is, is – is, they kind of reevaluate every year exactly how much he should get, and it frees up salary cap for them. I think this move like freed up like $5 million of salary cap, which they'll turn into some player, which will end up catching a ball in the Super Bowl, and they're going to end up winning it again. They're so good with this. Correct. So a 42-year-old veteran making – Less money than the first overall pick in Kyler Murray. It really just goes to my point of the actual true secret weapon of the Patriots dynasty. Giselle. (laughs) I love this one. She is. (laughs) MVP MVP of the Patriots season last season. Giselle Bunchett. Because her being... Financially secure in her own right. She's further than financially secure. That allows him to take a pay cut constantly at his job. I would bet that of all NFL quarterbacks, he's probably the one that makes less money than his mate. And shout to them. We know we always support power couples here. And that flexibility allows them to mix and remix and make and remake their roster unlike any other team in the league. Look at Dallas. It's time to pay Dak. It's time to pay Amari. It's time to pay Zeke. We got to pay everybody. And then you're not flexible anymore. And Zeke is like, oh, y'all want to pay the quarterback, right? Y'all want to pay the receiver, right? I'm going to make sure that y'all know y'all got to take care of me because I'm the straw that stirs the drink. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Jaylen, but that's the secret to the Patriots dynasty. Antonio Brown is missing some time at practice with sore feet, and he put his feet on social media, and I, I haven't seen anything like this. Look at Antonio Brown's feet. What You've been in the locker room. You've seen athletes' feet. What is happening there? I'll tell you what's happening. He got the Movember stash, I think, going also. He got the businesses booming shirt. That's a shadow, but continue. The Raiders gave him top dollar, so he's living his best life. He ain't trying to rush to get back out there. But here's what's truly happening. Remember when we were excited about that brick video? And he had on those dress shoes? Mm-hmm. And he was working out? Mm-hmm. And we was cheering. We thought that was great. Yeah, we were laughing at the dress shoes. It, right. We it, that, that, that was what the, the cool kids call. It went viral, didn't it? Mm-hmm. That kills your feet, working on dress shoes. Yeah, but... It, how does it get to that point? Like, how does it get all the way there where you've got all this dead skin on the bottom of all your feet before you get them taken care of? When is the last time you walked around in your favorite gym shoes or Pumas and they hurt your feet versus when you walked around in your favorite dress shoes and they hurt your feet? So imagine just working out in them the way he was doing. And then two weeks later, you need to see a foot specialist. I don't think this is going to be a major concern for him individually. But I would guarantee you that somebody from the Raiders kindly went to their top flight receiver and let him know when you're going to be training, please put on gear appropriate to doing so. Did someone on the Raiders, like, you got to get a pedicure. (laughs) Like, we got, I'll pay for it. 
Just give me two hours of your day because someone needs to spend a lot of time on those. Yo, you talking about a lot of time? Just yesterday, I went and got a pedicure. My man. And you know what else? I've only gotten one in my life. Underwhelming. Underwhelming experience. I looked over. I kind of felt sad for the person that was doing it. I felt. I thought it was December. It was snowflakes coming tip? on my feet. How much feet. do you tip? Oh, you know I took care of them. You How know. much do you tip? Give you me know, the number. It was like seventy five. I felt so bad. I gave her forty dollars. <laughs> I felt so bad. Hey, I'm telling you, it was like December, Christmas Eve. It was so many snowflakes coming off the bottom of my foot that the thing that she was using, one of the people that like was one of the. I guess one of the other staff one of the, members, one of the sure. staff members that one, 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 of the, one of the senior staff specialists uh-huh. came over and was like, "This is what you gotta do. Forget that thing. We'll <laughs> actually use the razor on yours." Are you against using the razor? I'm like, no, I ain't against it. Don't make me believe you can do it. Andrew Luck strained his calf in April, and he is missing about another week. And we all know about Andrew Luck's injury history. Do you think that his health will continue to be a problem for the Colts? If his calf injury, wink, wink, not, not, resembles Kevin Durant in any way, shape, or form, then that's going to be a long-term issue for the Colts. If it does not, and they're able to manage it and put him in position to where now he can rest as needed, in particular during the preseason and get him ready for the regular season— I think and hope playing a doctor on TV that he will be ready to go and he will have an MVP level season. Jalen, let me tell you something. Do you know what's going to happen? Jacoby. More Jacoby percent. This is Jacoby's year this year. Andrew Luck comes out. Jacoby steps in. Super Bowl. Devin Funches. Super Bowl. Eric Ebra. Super Bowl. Jacoby Brissett will lead the Colts to the Super Bowl. Remember, you heard it first here on Jalen Jacoby. Time for Soft Mover Boston. After deciding to join the Clippers in free agency, Kawhi Leonard, not a man of many words, took to text, text Raptors head coach Nick Nurse, I'm going home. Three-word breakup text after winning a championship soft move or boss move. He stayed true to character, so it's boss move. Had he not sent him a message at all, that would be a soft move. If he sent him a paragraph, that would be a soft move. If he did an explanation, that would be a soft move. He did a reality check. You guys know, if I'm LeBron and I'm leaving Miami, I'm saying I'm going home, you can't argue with that. Mm -hmm. You know I just bought a $13 million house in Cali. That was great reporting from Jackie McMullen, but I've got, there's some other texts that he sent. Right after he texted Nurse, he texted Paul George, and this is what he texted. And then he texted Steve Ballmer, and this is what he texted him. And then he texted Doc Rivers, and this is what he texted him. Next, by now you've seen this video went viral yesterday. Odell Beckham Jr. is just driving down the street. Jackie Mack's the best. When some Browns fans pulled up alongside of him, and they had an Odell Beckham Jr. themed license plate, and he just jumped out the car, pulled over. And sign the license plate. Now, Jalen, I've seen you interact with fans all the time. Yes. Would you pull over your vehicle to sign a J. Rose license plate? Would I pull over my vehicle to sign a license plate? Not going to be able to do it! So would you say it's a soft move or a boss move? It's a boss move. It is a boss move. But let me tell you what makes it a boss move. Number one, they had the license plate that was personalized with his name on it. Yep. Number two, I saw a young man with the blonde hair. In that same video, Odell cut his. Mm-hmm. He's serious about winning now. But here's what you don't want to do. Every time we show a video like that, guess what we now do? We give energy to other people that want to do the same thing. It's like showing streakers running out on the field. <laughs> okay, I'm telling you. So now everybody knows what he's driving. Mm-hmm. Other people going to try to give his attention. Not too many vehicles like that in Cleveland. And so now... He's going to have a lot of people trying to... You see, you get, represent the player. I represent, I represent the fan. You're always thinking about the player's correct. life. Forget I think about, about the player's safety. Life. What about this? So you're a player. I've seen people ask you for pictures and autographs mm-hmm. all the time. Odell Beckham Jr. already having a Sharpie on his person just for this type of signature. Preemptive surf, Sharpie, soft move or boss move? Dog. I, it, it's, it's, it's the same thing you see when LeBron and Draymond at a big dinner... 
the same thing you see when Antonio Brown sitting front row at a heat game. It's millionaire type stuff, dog. Just having a Sharpie. Just leaving the house and being like, let me bring my Sharpie because people are going to ask me to sign stuff. Millionaire type stuff, dog. Do you have a Sharpie on you right now? No. <laughs> I'm retired. Also, and I'm not Odell back. You do a lot more pictures than signatures nowadays. You know what I mean? So you don't really necessarily have to carry around the Sharpie. Boss move, Odell. Way to get the people what they want. Moving on. We, you know the the Philly fanatic, right? Famous mascot. I do. For the Philadelphia. I do. Phillies. I do. It's, it's, it's I do. Associated I do, with the I Philadelphia do. Phillies the same way the chickens associated yeah. with. When I'm out of shape, that's how I'm built. <laughs> you know, I know who that is. <laughs> well, I looked in the mirror and seen that person a lot the of days. The company that created the Philly fanatic is trying to make the fanatic a free agent. This is the player empowerment era. So now the Phillies are suing in the court of law to keep the fanatic from becoming a free agent. Suing. To keep the fanatic mascot in Philly, soft move or boss? Soft move by the, by the Phillies organization. Just like players and coaches hit free agency, what a lot of fans don't realize, manager, manager, general managers and or presidents, coaches and or players sometimes have the same agent. Okay. Which works for and or against Did players. Did the Fanatic just sign with Clutch Sports? <laughs> <laughs> the Fanatic just signed with Rich Paul. He did have a Clutch Sports. And Rich Paul was like, yo, I'm going to get you paid. Yo, I'm going to get you paid. You know what we got to do? We got we to act like we're going to leave. If you were another franchise picking up the Fanatic soft move or boss move? Soft move. That's what I'm saying. What's the market for the Fanatic outside of Philly? It's like picking up the Viking in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, remember him? Ragnar? Yes. Ragnar held out for his yes. money. Well, you also remember the uh, mascot, I think, was for the Mets throwing up the middle finger. Yeah, Mr. Met. Shout to Mr. Met. He doesn't Shout have out. a middle finger, though. We talked about that. Moving on. Jalen, I have not seen this one before, but I want you to take a look at this. Jalen, I have not seen this before, but I want you to take a look at this. We're dribbling with fireballs now. Jalen, soft move or boss move, dribbling with a basketball lit on fire. Soft move, stupid move, but definitely cultural. I like that he finished with his left. You know what I mean? I like that. Well, first off, I like that. The minute, if you're going to finish with your left, you got to jump off the right foot. But no, it was nice. Nice little move. Went behind the back. But I, you know what? I think that's a hazard. This is a boss move. How do you practice that? This is a boss move. Very carefully and with gloves on. You know what I decided? I'm only dealing with things that are on fire moving forward. Every, the, I'm, the mic... We gotta light the mic on fire. You know, this is what we're moving forward. And if the minivan, light the minivan on fire while I'm driving down the street. Like MOP. And you know what? Next time I host the show, I want my co-host on fire. I want my co-host on fire. That is hilarious. I want my co-host on fire <laughs> next time. Man, I know what is on fire in that. My cut. Whew. See the dust on my forehead? Look like I just got out the chair. I don't want to hear about dust coming off you anymore after what you told me about that pedicure yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Jalen, you're going to love what John Wall had to say. I know you. You're going to love it. Here's what John Wall, working his way back from injury, had to say to the Athletic. It seems right now everyone's got a dynamic duo. Now it's back to two stars. It was three stars. We had two stars. We didn't have a third one. But I'm not a guy that's trying to chase it. I'd rather build my legacy here than to get a ring. I want a ring for the city. Trust me. It's great to have an NBA championship. I go back to Kentucky. I don't have a national championship, but my resume is bigger than anyone else that's been there since I left. Know what I mean? Winning a ring is not everything. It's great. It's not everything. He's echoing a lot of the things that you've said in this room. What do you think about what John Wall said? One word. Maturity. That's all it is. When you're an athlete or whatever profession that you do for a living, you get so immersed in it and you feel like the final line, you feel like the finish line means everything. And then all of a sudden you're Kevin Durant, you leave OKC, you go to the Warriors, you win two championships, and you're like... This didn't fulfill me the way I thought that it would. That's why I talk so much about the score of the game and the game of life. Does John Wall want to win a championship? Of course he does. Sure. Was he a player that was averaging 20 points, 10 dimes, and two steals? Sure he was. He was putting in the work. But organizations win championships, and you got to get a little lucky. And so for the Washington Wizards, I hope that they're able to keep Bill and Wall together. Mm Mm-hmm. I like the fact that they just added Hachimura from 
um, from Gonzaga. And so let's see if that now turns into something after this season when he returns. There's a lot of rumors about maybe Bradley Beal is not long for the Wizards, you know? Could you see them sort of sputtering out of the gate and then moving Beal? I would not move Bradley Beal if I was Washington because he's already showed you not only he could be a productive player, but he's a quality young man. Um, he's an ambassador for the game. He represents all of the things that you want from a young player. And you're not going to draft somebody that's just as good. No, you're and you're not, not going to acquire somebody that's just as good. You're not. So you might as well keep him. Jalen, I've been paying attention. And beg him to stay. I've been paying attention to the big three. And I ISO, ISO Joe has been real lighting thing. up the big three. And he did something yesterday that can only be done the big three. That Step is crazy. Step 4.3 for the win. 46-48, game to 50. Step back, four-point play for the win. That is crazy. ISO Joe deserves to be in the league, just like Carmelo Anthony and a few other people that we're going to talk about. I was actually watching a game where Will Bynum was balling, too, back in Chicago. I think he had 32 points. And so there's a lot of people putting in work in the big three. We saw Amari getting workouts with teams. Mm -hmm. So let's see if that turns into opportunity for these guys. Will we ever see Jalen Rose in the big three game? I'm not good enough. You're really not. Like, people be asking, I'm not good enough. (laughs) These dudes are in shape. Okay? They're working hard. They're playing defense. What about, what about like assistant coaching for Oakley or something? Like, give me an assistant coach. That's work. That's true. That's work. I saw Lisa Leslie. She was working. Jerry, Gary Payton, Oakley, those dudes is working. Guess what I don't want to do and I'm too lazy to do? Work. I want to, I want you to take us behind the curtain. Okay. Ooh. I want you to take us behind the curtain. Ooh. Who is VKJ? You know what I mean? Okay. Like, who is Vacay? Okay. Okay. You know, I talked to Molly about it a little bit earlier today. So oh. let's see if I'm going to cross-reference these two stories. Okay. But tell me about Vacay J. You've been gone for a little bit. Okay. I try not to bother you while you're gone. I text you a okay. couple times to check in. Okay. Who's Vacay J? You're all brown. I'll, you turn black. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it real simple. You were black before, but you're like black now. My vacation mode is very simple. Okay. And it includes three things. Okay. It's really important. Number one, rest. Mm, Love that. Which means I'm not talking about sports on television or radio. Nope. I'm not continuously checking updates on social media. Nope. I am not constantly looking at my emails or my texts or talking on the telephone. There are large gaps during the day, like hours, where I'm not doing anything except resting. Love this. And I had to teach myself this. This is a learned skill that everybody needs to acquire, by the way. This ain't just for the former basketball player, now media type. This is for everybody. We all have to find ways to decompress for what we do. Mm-hmm. And recharge our battery. When your battery on your phone gets low, what do you do? Plug it in. It's the same thing with your mind, your body, your emotions. You have to find a way to recharge. And you can't do that if you never remove yourself. There's a thing everyone should Google called cognitive rest, which I got prescribed when I had my concussion problems. Okay. It's a... Uh, no screens. Okay. You know what I mean? No kids screaming. Okay. No good computers and social media and emails. It's just your brain needs to rest just like your body does. And also, here's something that allows that function to happen while still juggling the things that we have to do as adults. Like, they're just certain. They like recurring bills. Like, you wake up in the morning, there's certain things that we all have to deal with. Sure. But I'm going to tell you a secret of how to deal with them. On your terms. And we putting it on wax. That same text and or email that you send in at 8 or 9 in the morning, you could probably send it at 12 or 1 in the afternoon. Probably. Yeah. Especially if you're on vacation. And that's the difference between sending five or six messages versus one or two. So if you're able to do that with five or ten different people that you're constantly in contact with, you go from sending... 50 to 75 messages to like about 10 or 15. That's number one. Number two, when I'm on vacation (laughs) 
And that has nothing to do with my passport. There's vacations, there's staycations, they're just chill mode. The second thing that must take place, I got to get a tan. That's what Molly says. She said you're very concerned about tanning. I got to get a tan. I don't care wherever you take me, the sun better be out. Like um, Parliament said, everybody's got a little light under the sun. (laughs) I need to be in the sun. And ready for this one? Just burn me. Keep the suntan lotion. My chest is peeling right now. That's cultural. Yeah, I'm peeling right now. Just burn me. I want to be as dark as possible. There was a time I was in the league. I'll never forget this. I was playing for the Pacers. Well, I do remember this because I was mad I didn't make the all-star team that year. And while I was on vacation, I was still watching all-star weekend festivities to motivate myself. Mm -hmm. So I'll chill or whatever, get it in all day. And then I'll take me a nice little nap. Then when the festivities happen, go jump on a treadmill and watch it. Do a little lift. That's when I worked out. Because right after that, Vince Carter was coming to town. And he going to the Hall of Fame. He really good at basketball. But to be honest, this before we were teammates, I felt like he got my spot in the All-Star game. So when you look at the East last year, you look at first-time All-Stars like Middleton, D'Angelo Russell. Guess what they don't do in the West? Make the All-Star team. No. Nope. I don't think Vucevic got a spot. Okay. I was in the East at a time. By the way, I should not have been a perennial All-Star. But there are like two or three times. Two. two. I woke up was like, I'm enjoying this vacation because I could be playing this weekend. I was in the East at a time where... First off, I played with a Hall of Famer in Reggie. He getting one of those spots. Michael Jordan definitely getting spot. Vince. And they they had the spots. So now everybody else got to get in where they fit in. Sprewell, Houston, Jamal Mashburn, Big Dog. Like, these are all people that they... So... Ego wasn't involved. Like, hey, hey, I'll take this weekend off. But I remember this distinctly about my vacation. Because I played Vince Carter right after the break. And I'm looking at the schedule. I can't make this up. You know how sometimes you're on a treadmill and you might be looking at some papers or a magazine or whatever? Right? I just had the schedule up there. I had it circled. Yeah. Vince Duncan right now. Look at him. Doing 360s. Kissing the rim. He got to be a little tired on Tuesday. <laughs> like this is make, the, the, the also break was shorter than yes. Yeah. This, this wasn't like you got a week before. No, and then yeah, we got to chill. So, so this, this was like Saturday, and we played in Indy Tuesday. So I'm like, if I can't get it, if I can't ball, then and something's wrong. That game, <laughs> that game, he had 40, 45 on us. <laughs> But here's why I remember it. <laughs> and it's not just because he killed us. <laughs> it's because the first thing people said when they saw me, man, you so dark. Where did you go? I was like, yes, this is what I love. But I did have 40 also in that game. Just as a caveat. Third thing I need on vacation. Party favors. Don't get fired. What, what, what? I need party favors. What, what, what do you mean by party favors? Well, it's sometimes it could be balloons. Yeah, it could be streamers. Yep. Yeah, it could be um, yeah, streamers and balloons. Yeah, it, it could be a, a cake and candles. Okay. You so know? You're, you're just lighting up candles uh, on a cake on yeah, your birthday. I, I just need party favors. Yep. Medicinal. And or adult beverages. Uh, and or adult beverages. Okay. What time do you wake up in the morning? And I might as well say this because it's the pot. I've been on a 30-day cleanse. Oh, we going to say we going to talk about that? Well, it's over now. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about it while it was I happening. ain't going to bring it up. Uh, and it there, there was nothing attached to it. It was me looking myself in the mirror like, 
I'm about to go 30 days without any adult beverages. That's it. It wasn't. I'm going to tell you why, though. I'm going to tell you truthfully why I did this. I support therapy. Mm -hmm. We all need it in one way, shape, or form. But I also have a really strong faith. And I really have strong um, mental capacity about challenging myself to do things out of the ordinary. Of course, discipline. I told myself I was making it to the NBA. Okay, I when I was fifth grade, I was signing Dr. J. Signing. I'm already in the league. I don't know. I'm in the league. I'm just broke. I'm in the league already. So a few things in my life that I did heavily, I stopped cold turkey. I stopped cursing. Cold turkey. Woke up one day, I'm just not gonna do it anymore. Stop cold turkey. Stop eating beef and pork. Cold turkey. When I stopped, I stopped cold turkey. Okay. <laughs> I stopped. Yeah. I stopped uh, cursing. I stopped uh, the beef and the pork, cold turkey. And I was like, I'm going to do the drinking the exact same way. So I was like, when was the last time I went 30 days without having an adult beverage? And when I felt like the answer was like high school. Yeah, this is like a, like decades, not years. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is a good time to do that. Maybe it's about time. Yeah, this is a good time to do that. If I stopped drinking for 30 yeah. days, I got arrested. That's <laughs> if I stopped drinking for 30 days, my wife told me I had to. You want me to go there? No, no, no. Okay, cool. you already going, so you already going far enough. Okay, cool. I didn't know we were going to talk about that in the five. But you know what? See, well, that's the third thing I need. It's just that I had to switch it up because I was on vacation, I but I was cleansing. I understand. But those 30 days, now 31 are over. So tonight. Are you sure we had 30? Yeah, I know. It's, it was Saturday. Okay. Saturday was 30. Good I, for you. That you went know, by quick. I'm gonna that tell, went by quick. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to always remember when it started. Here's the day the, it started. The best is just because Jalen was cleansing doesn't mean I was cleansing. <laughs> I was just right next to you. Like, just, and that, but that's the discipline. So the yeah. discipline is, I ain't got to hide every bottle in the house. I ain't got to not go to restaurants. I ain't got to not go to lunch with my brother and be like, please don't drink in front of me. No, do you. You know what I mean? That That's what now lends to my discipline. And so I'll remember when it started because it started the Saturday. And I remember going to bed that night and using the bathroom at 2 in the morning. Phone was blowing up. Kawhi Leonard just decided he was going to the Clippers. And I was like, I was wrong. (laughs) 99% though. You gave yourself 1%. But then I looked deeper (laughs) in the box score. I saw Paul George is going too. I was like, oh, that's my 1% right there. I didn't see that coming. So that was the day. So I think that that was because I didn't drink that Saturday. So I think that was like July 5th or 6th. Something like that. So yeah, that was the 30 day mark. So tonight. You know, put some sake in the microwave tonight. Sake in the microwave. <laughs> red wine. I'm gonna sleep like a baby tonight. Good for you. My wife in trouble tonight. I'm on a one day cleanse. Sunday's always off. You know what I mean? You gotta take Sunday off. Cause you know, you gotta get ready for the week. Right. You gotta take Sunday off. Tonight's a good time to practice for Jalen Jr. I'm trying to change the subject. <laughs> You're really trying to get fired today. I'm trying <laughs> to be off for a while. I'm trying to save, just change the subject on you. Oh, oh. I'm trying to save you over here. Oh, okay, Don't get fired. Bad. Don't get divorced. Okay. I'm trying to help you. We're going to talk about Diddy. Yeah, we're going to talk about Diddy. Okay. What do you want to say about Diddy? Great artist. First off. Mogul. So, so first off, as adults and as human beings, we should be allowed to like, date, Whoever we want. Sure. I have a lot of respect for Sean Combs. Of course. So don't anticipate in any way, shape, or form me saying something into this microphone that's going to disrespect him or assassinate his character. Now, what makes that unique to this program is the person that he's allegedly dating has the last name of somebody who's also a friend of the program, Mr. Steve Hart. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. His daughter's name is Lori. Lori. Right? 
I initially got introduced to her for public consumption other than the fact that she's Margie and Steve's daughter. I want to make sure I get everybody's name right. Is that she was dating Sean Combs Jr. He's a junior, right? No, I think it's Quincy Combs. I want to say. Quincy Combs? Oh, Justin. Justin Combs, yeah. Oh, wow. How about this? I'm old now. I'm old. Justin in his 20s? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, I remember when Puffy, Puffy opened Justin's in Atlanta. Oh, I remember the one over here. It was like 22nd Street. Oh, my fifth, goodness. I'm showing my age. I remember being there with Jeezy the Snowman and T.I. This is like 2005? Around there. No, because Justin's in New York was open when I was in college. I went to the 90s. Justin's in New York, too. I went there with Fab a couple of times, as a matter of fact. But back to the topic. I couldn't get in. Too so initially, when people were talking about are they dating, we were like, we got to look deeper into the box score. Like, we need a little more footage. Is there, like, some pictures of them maybe getting intimate? So there have been some pictures that surfaced. It seemed like that they were at a dinner or they were holding hands. They were at lunch with Steve. Right. They were at lunch with Steve. Now, that's Steve's stepdaughter. And by the way, for anybody that can hear me speaking to a microphone, just know this. And we're putting it on wax. I do not want to. Paul Orndorff in wrestling had a nickname. You remember what his nickname was? Ooh, let me think. I remember nope. the name. Nope. No. Mr. Wonderful. There you go. <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. I'm not that. Or perfect. I'm going to mess up names. I'm going to mess up stats. No. I'm going to mess up. We've never made a list and been like, yep, that's the complete list. That, that, never that, once in this room have we made a top five or a best whatever. There's certain public figures who, in my opinion, make the mistake of trying to be so very perfect for their public. That now all of a sudden everybody just stand around and wait for an aha moment. Mm-hmm. I'm so far from that. So back to this topic. So now I think that there have been some pictures to surface that seem like they're dating. Well, there were some rumors to surface, and then it was him, Steve, and another lady, and Lori, just the four of them at lunch. Yeah. Because she's constantly trending on Twitter. He was trending yesterday, and I don't know... Maybe it's a human instinct, but normally when somebody's trending, when I click on their name, I just hope it's not nothing catastrophic. A lot of times it's just people being like, why are they trending? And you have to scroll down yeah. to even figure it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I really need to be better at like putting the actual reason yeah. why they're trending at the very top. Yeah. The, the, the thing that stands out to me is since and or if she dated his son and since and or if she's now dating him the elephant in the room is the conversations that he and his son will now have about the situation that we don't know I mean I'm sure they talked about it now there are two theories to that son could feel some type of way about it love is love or son could be like do you dad I on yeah, I'm done. So until we know how Justin feels about it, we probably won't know. To be honest with you, nope. we're in no position to comment or Steve. No, nope. right? I mean, we can say what we want. We I mean, can have an opinion. I think it's it's safe to say this. It's not the most becoming of looks, but sometimes love happens. You can't control. Well, well, well it, it, is it not a, it's not a good look by a lot of people for two reasons. And let's talk about the two reasons because we get the people what, what they want. Yep. And by the way, I'm about to go visit Sean's school in Harlem. I promised one of my mentors, Dr. Steve Perry, that I was going to come do that. Now it's my off season. I'm going to do it because I get the people what they want. Shout out. The two people, the two things that people are talking about with it, is obviously she allegedly dated his son and possibly is dating him. The second one is the age disparity. I think he's fifty. He's somewhere between forty and seventy. I could anywhere. Right. I, 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 I think, no, I'm going to get it right. Yeah, yeah. he's forty nine, and she's twenty two. So my thing is, if people are going to talk about the age disparity. Or discrepancy is the better word. 
where do we draw the line? Like, where do people feel like they won't judge an age disparity? I'm 12 years older than my wife. Mm. So there are some people that are going to walk around the earth and say that we have an age disparity. So what do you feel in people's opinion? Two consenting adults can do whatever they want. You know what I mean? I like I can't control how other people will read the situation, no. but with me, it's like, look, as long as you guys are happy and you're not hurting anybody, what's the big problem? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't change my life. What happens on the other side of the street doesn't really affect me too much. No, you know, it really doesn't. It really doesn't like have any direct effect on my existence. Because for the women that don't know this, us guys and men, like at a comedy show right now, are gonna be mad at me. We're not that difficult to please. No. <laughs> You're really on one today. I'm on one today. Oh, no. I got a public service announcement. The same dude that a date a 10, a date five twos. So the time that women take to get beautiful and elegant, please do it for yourself. Don't do it for these low-hanging fruit individuals like us called men. Don't do it for We're not us. worth it. We're not we're worth not, it. We're not worth it. We're, we're not worth it. The same dude that a date a 10 will date five twos. Beauty in the mind and the eye of the beholder. So I will say this. There will also be People walking the face of the earth to say, if he's 49 and he's able to pull somebody that's 22, don't. There will be people to say it. <coughs> there will be people to say it. There will be people impressed by that, right? Right? And from her standpoint, there will be people to say, she's 22. She's able to pull somebody that's 49. Uh, and a nine-figure mogul. She's really mature for her age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she could be. I know a lot of mature 22-year-olds. Yeah. So, again, to me, the underlying factor and the only important thing is I hope he and his son have a healthy relationship yeah, if, 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 if. They are now dating. Yeah, if they're not dating. And this dating, is all hypothetical. And Steve's happy with it, and and Justin's oh, happy with it, and everyone's happy with it, and the two of them are happy with it. Who cares? We spend so much time as a society criticizing and judging others when we fail to do the most important thing, look in the mirror. Preach. Preach. There was a young lady that's a celebrity. I wrote her name down on another piece of paper. I don't have it. That made it public about people body shaming her. You know about this yesterday? A lot of these. Yeah, there was a lady, um, uh, um, an entertainer. Just yesterday, she posted a picture. People were body shaming her, talking about her, her body and talking about her stretch marks. I have a news flash for young people. None of what you see online is real. Nope. Nope. How about this? 1% of what you see online is real. The Paul George part? The, the Paul George part is real. <laughs> okay. okay. When people post pictures, there's something that's called um, photoshopping. There's another thing called editing. And people make sure that they put their first foot, their best foot forward. They retake the picture 50 times. They look at it a couple, 55 times. They filter it 150 times and then they post. And so for young people, don't allow social media and or human beings in the flesh to make you feel less than inferior because you're not perfect. None of us are. Camilla Cabello. Cabello. That's her name. Camilla Cabello. Shout out to Donald on live for bringing her name. Shout out. Because this topic is really important. And you as a father, me as a father, we're going to have to deal with this with our kids, their lives. They grew up in the social media era. What are you going to tell Q? 
People are like that haircut stinks. Does need a haircut though. Look at that. Look at look at look at look at, look at your nose. Look at your eyebrow. Look at your ear. His face is pretty perfect. <laughs> but he's handsome, so he ain't got to worry about it. First of all, I want to thank you, Jalen Rose, for, for turning. Thank you. Great to have you back. What a time to be alive. I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank everybody for calling 985-80-Jalen and leaving us voicemails for tomorrow's show. We'll be back, Karis. Why is that? We're not done. We're not done. We're not done. My little guys, I love them. What it do, baby? Yeah.